I bring greetings from Brazil. Of course, you'll be listening to this sermon with this funny accent. A southern one. Very southern one. <laughs> it's there. So it is, uh, it is interesting because some words I cannot say properly. Um, some of them I will do. But I mean, so thank you for inviting me. I bring greetings from Brazil and from the church that I uh, pastor. I'm the senior pastor of a small congregation in Brazil, maybe 250, 300 members. Small, very small, comparing to your, to your the size. By the way, I'm impressed with the beauty of this, this, this everything here. I'm impressed. And I praise God. I took a picture, I don't know if you noticed, during the, the hymn, just to show my folks, look at how beautiful it's the place. And you are here. And thank you for being. And I pray that God bless you because you're here. See? So I bring, I, I bring greetings from my congregation. Probably some of them are uh, watching uh, the stream now. So um, thank you for inviting me. And I have been blessed since I came. I'll be here for the week, uh, at least for Thursday in the, uh, after lunch. So if you want to attend some of the small meetings, please do it. I'll be happy to, to, uh, to hug you and to, to, to be with you. By the way, I am a kisser and a hugger. <laughs> Don't go out without kissing me and hugging me. And I mean it. So um, I miss my, my Brazilian hugs and kisses, so I, I'll get some of them here with you, okay? So while we are leaving, please uh, stop and just hug and kiss me. Please do it. I'm going to read the text that I have for you. God placed it in my heart. It's from St. Matthew, chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Listen, these verses are well known. Most of you maybe know them by heart. But I want you today to listen to it, to read it with different perspective. Listen, look at, listen to the Bible, to the Word. You know, sometimes we kind of reading the Bible and, and listening to the Bible, and we are not paying attention to what we are reading. Maybe because we know by heart, you know. Um, but I have a call for you from this text. And I want to read it for you. I'm going to read from the New uh, International Version. You follow me, please. Uh, Matthew 28, from 18 on. Then Jesus came to them and said, Our authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. Yeah, I thought. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of this Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Look at that. Look at that. And surely, and surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Lord, bless your, the reading of the scripture and let it, let it teach us today. In Jesus we pray. Amen. The title of my sermon today 
It's called, it's in Latin words. Well, listen, we theologians, we like to put, you know, Latin and Greek and Hebrew words. You know, we'll feel just good about it. I'm not a Latin uh, speaker. Um, but, but this word is very important, and I want you to listen to it and to memorize it. Okay? It's, it means missio dei, which means God's mission. Missio dei. It is missio nostrum. Missio dei. Comma, mission nostrum. That means God's mission. It is our mission. Simple like that. Uh, God's mission for humanities. Human is also our. My mission and your mission. Clear and only mission we have. It means that we have no absolute other mission. But God's. He has established a mission for us. To this little planet we live in. I like an, an, an author called Christopher Wright. Probably most of you have read him. Uh, he is the, one of the most important uh, leaders of the Lausanne movement. And he is the writer of an excellent book. And I recommend it. It's called The Mission of God. And most of the things that I'm going to share with you comes from his writings. Uh, one thing that he states is that... If, if we, the church, want to obey the Great Commission, sharing the good news of salvation, we must seek to fulfill God's only and own mission. You get it? Which is, this mission is at work right now in the world, here and everywhere. Notice you or not, it's here, it's there, it's everywhere. Another thing that he states is that we don't even don't know how to do missions well. And here is when I, I say missions, with a, in the plural, and the mission. When it, we don't know how to do missions well, when so often we think about in the terms of the money we invest or the time and gifts we give. Okay, I understand. Money is very important for missionaries at the field, for the missions uh, out there. I understand that. Money is important for this mission here. But I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not the whole mission. Uh, uh, listen, uh, we, we need to understand that that mission or the mission is much more Abroad than we think. Um, I know money is important, but uh, but relationships matters more. You know, I mean, you you are supporting someone else at the field, and you, this church, is supporting the launch of Eco Brazil. ECO is has been planted the 30th of July 2022. Yes, less than two months ago, yeah, we we launched it. And, and you're supporting that, that movement there. It's a network of reformed and missional churches. You know, it's important for us to, to receive the, the money that you send. But listen, listen, much more. I need relationships. I want you to go there. And I mean it. I placed the invitation for uh, Pastor Brian and, and for all of them and Charlie back uh, down there. And listen, I want you to go there. 
Uh, we heard uh, folks from, from Outreach Foundation at the, 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 the fellowship hall this morning, and they're talking. We are there. They were there for the Ukraine church just being there. Just being there and say, you're not alone. We care for you, even though with the barrier of the languages, we probably have. But we need to be there. Relationships matter, matter more, much more. Okay? If you send money, send with, with the money. Send it with your prayers. And listen, listen. And I mean it. I, I, I want you to pray for, to think about me, to think about my family. To think about the families that are at the feud. Pray for them, seriously. Also, it starts a relationship with concerns, maybe visitation, as I ask you to go to Brazil. And I mean it for a short mission trip. Uh, we're going to plan for that. Walk alongside with them. So many others that you, other things that you can do. These things are essential, vital to be uh, for the mission itself and for the missions we do. Oh, listen, God's mission is magnificent. You're doing a great job doing missions because doing missions, you are doing the mission. Get it? And, and God's mission should be our constant aim if we, oh, listen, if we truly want to fulfill his call to take the gospel to all the nations. God calls us, gives us the opportunity to take part in this splendid plan for humanity and his creation. For that reason, Missio Dei must be Missio Nostrum. Oh, that means the mission of God has to be our mission, all of us. All of us need to think about it and to think, to live, to live, uh, have a living way, uh, thinking about missional movement, I mean, missional way of life. Thinking missional, missionally, what means? What, what does it mean missionally that you and I were called to a mission? We are all missionaries. I'm a professional preacher. This is my job. But my call is to save the world. Same your call. Same your call. Your call is the same. So we have jobs, and you probably have. Some of you are retired. And, and, and there you are, where you are. You are missionaries where you are. This is the way to think missionally. How can then, if you, if you need to think missionally, how can intentionally, listen, intentionally live a missional uh, way? How can we live a missional life for the safe sake of God's mission to this little planet we live in? We, his church, have a clear calling to be in partnership with God in his own mission to save the world. Yeah, you're called to save the world, to be part of this mission. Seriously, I believe you understand that, think about that, but I want you to think what have you done intentionally to be, uh, 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 you know, a, a faithful missionary where he placed you. We all are his missionaries. 
We are the sent ones. Remember uh, John chapter 20, verse 21, and, and Jesus said, the, the same way God sending me or sent me to you, I'm sending you. He's not talking to the apostles only. That message is for me and for you. Did you get it? We are here in this lifelong mission trip in earth. <laughs> That's our mission trip. Maybe 60, 70, 8, 9 years of this mission trip he placed us. Whatever you are, at your working places, in schools, settings, um, school settings, neighborhoods, where you live in, that is your mission field. God is calling you to serve him r right there where you are right now. You and I are called to be part of this great enterprise. It is upon us today. It is upon me and you. This is our shift. This is our duty. Understand? And God is calling us to fulfill his mission through each one of us. We will not disappoint our Lord and command, commander. I used to be, uh, I am still, a lieutenant, as I told you, a lieutenant, uh, army infantry. Uh, that, that's me. I, 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 I miss the time, uh, the army time. I'm too old for that now, but I mean. Um, and there, there was a saying that we always say, Mission given is, it is mission accomplished. And God is saying the same thing to you now, for you. He has given a mission. Mission was given. And he expects us to accomplish it. Mission given is mission accomplished. The Holy Trinity has conceived its mission in the beginning. It, it's fulfilling it in history and projects it with its great triumph in the time yet to come. So the Trinity is planning things perfectly. And the triumph, great triumph that's about to come, it will come soon. Listen, sooner than you think, and I promise you, He's at the door. We need to do our part. It is, it is our shift. And we are part of this great plan. And what a great privilege. <sighs> what a great privilege to, to be called by the creator of everything for a mission. And we are the sent ones. He sent us where we are. Listen. We need to, we must think to take part of this inspiring calling. All of us. We need to share that there is hope and salvation for all who believe. Do you understand that? Um, we, we are in the middle of this great mystery, waiting for the end of the times. And Jesus promised us that he will be with us at to the actually to the end of the ages and we need to exercise 
our common grace, the common grace he gave us. Common grace is opposite of a special grace. Special grace is for salvation. Common grace is for all humanity to, to, you know, to, to exercise it. Common grace means good decisions. We are the folks who, who is the, 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 the truth, who is loyal, who is the forgiving, others and ourselves. We are the people that were found through grace and mercy, and we're supposed to give it back to where you go. So, listen, we need to exercise this common grace wherever we go, making good decisions to tell the truth, to act according to the truth, to live out the principles and the values of this great gospel. So, through common grace, we can fulfill many of, of our duties for the mission. All humanity are called to be that, to be in that plan, great plan. Listen, listen, my brothers and sisters. God has a plan for me and for, for, for you. We are the ones who know the true identity of the one true God. Do you understand that? We, the church, we are the ones who uh, know the true identity of the one true God. And he always revealed himself to us through this beautiful and blessed book. And he is now calling us to do the mission. And now he is waiting for our missional action to reach the nations. You start right here, right now, where you are. And this is our call for today. We are called to go and to save the world. <laughs> the lost world around us, where you are right now. Listen, there are people marching to hell just around you waiting for you to say there is hope and salvation for the ones who believe in Jesus Christ, the son of the creator. That's it, simple like that. And I mean it. It's simple like that. Listen, you are prepared. Don't fool yourselves. The power we need to fulfill God's mission is already in us. And the powerful weapons we need to destroy the enemy and, and frustrate his army is in us because we have the Holy Spirit in us. Oh, listen, do, do, do you understand that we carry in us, in our chest, the God Himself? I told you, yes, uh, I am a military. So I, I, when I come to the U.S., they honor me on, on, in the USO lodges in the airports. And I show my badge. And they, are wel they welcome me all the time. And listen, I thank God for the way they do to, to honor your, your military folks. And they allow me, they are very happy that I, I'm a Brazilian military. They, they put me there. So I, I, I pull out my, my badge and I show them. Which I, I'm, I'm proud, proud to show them that. Oh, Listen. Much more proud I am to show what I carry in, in me. Uh, you, you're supposed to be proud. God has called you for a great mission. 
much greater than we military uh, uh, did or that we, we are doing, some of, of you are doing. You know that? So we need to be proud of what we have. We are the sent ones. We are the called ones. We are the elected ones. We are the ones who God wants to accomplish his mission. We are well equipped. We are trained. Yes, you are. And one thing that God wants to do for you to do is to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the lost world. Your world, where you are. And my question I keep asking me and I will ask you too is what we have done. What have we done intentionally, intentionally to fulfill our roles as a missionaries of the Almighty One. What have we done intentionally? If you still think, if you still think that your calling is to grow up, go to school, work hard, get married, make some money, have fun, have kids, grow old, and die, you missed that point. I'm sorry. Life to which we're called is none other than fulfill God's mission. You have a purpose in life. God has been training you for those, your lifetime. He's preparing you for where you are. He has one purpose for you. It is the purpose for you to fulfill his mission. Go. Go and make disciples. And that's why we also serve him. If serve him with full-time mindset. Because if you think that I, if you work, you know, um, whatever, selling uh, situation, whatever, if you think that it's, it's life for you, you don't understand what God has for you. You need to think more broad. Do you really want, uh, and that's another question for you, do you really want to invest your life only with the 70, 80, 90 years of life that you're planning to live? It's okay if you, if you are. But if you want to make difference and influence people and change the world and save the world, you must be thinking about the mission that God has for you where you are right now. And your job, your school settings, the community you live today, in your homes. But if you want to live like that, one thing I need to, to, to tell you, he will control your life, your destiny. He knows the best for you. Sometimes he's changed. he changes channels. Remember when the, the TV was changed like a tuck, tuck. <laughs> Young folks don't know that. Change the channel, tuck, tuck. So sometimes you, you, lo- you, you lose a job, tuck. He's changing channels. He wants you in another place. Sometimes someone gets sick, tuck. He's changing channels. Think about it. He's, he controls your life. He knows where's the best training he has for you. He's tailoring you in life. Physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually. He knows you and he will send you to wherever you can serve him better. And serve his mission better. Do you get it? Uh, I'm second career pastor. First career, it was in accounting and business in the uh, car company, uh, Italian car company. Uh, 
I thought it was my decision to go to college and to, to, you know, to have those majors. No, God was preparing me. I went to military uh, uh, serving. Uh, I thought it was my decision. I, I go to, you know, to serve, to, to serve the, 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 my nation. No, no, I want everything, every detail in my life was prepared for him, for me to be here where I am to save the world. I want to finish telling you a, a story. A story that, that um, back there when the slavery trading was happening, uh, a very wealthy and generous man went to buy a slave and found, he found one that he liked and he approached him and said, what do you do best? What to do best, young man? The slave answered, to be faithful and loyal. To be faithful and loyal. All God requires from you is that. To be faithful and loyal. This is why Monsieur Day needs to be Monsieur Nostrum. This is why Monsieur God's mission got to be our mission. How about that? How are you going to do when you leave this place? Intentionally. To do the job God has, you, has called you to do and has for you where you are right now. We don't leave anything. You don't know. You don't, know, you don't give up anything. You just need to be there where you are. Being missionary for the great mission of God. And I pray that May our loving and caring God grant us, grant us, his faithful servants, servants, us, his faithful servants, grant us with understanding and courage to make our lives an instrument of his mission to rescue the lost humanity where we are. I pray you may go, you may go, you may go, proclaiming that the great day of salvation has come for all who believe. Therefore, go forth, my friends. God bless you. Let's pray. Lord, I want you to bless us, to clarify our call, to help us to be faithful, loyal to your call. Help us, Lord, to be part of this great plan, this great mission that you have for us. Continue to bless us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.